0: You know, American movies have got better popcorn than European movies. That's only an opinion. I go to the film to hear the soundtrack. Picture becomes a background. They just film the background for some music I wrote. It's the new James Bond film, Live and Let Die. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I must admit that the film helps the music work. So does the popcorn. And welcome to Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the TV schedulers in the 80s and 90s. I am Christopher, and this is The Misses.
1: Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Fiona! What's (laughs) happening, baby? (laughs) We've just watched the first half of Live and Let Die.
0: So... Are we allowed to do the impressions, or is that not allowed these days? I know I've just done one.
1: Well, of of some Indian man,
0: <laughs> of the Welsh cabbie that
1: picked up <laughs> one, twice. <laughs> Tell us about it, Fiona. Are we are we in in general terms, or we start at the beginning.
0: Whatever you want.
1: Well, let's just start at the beginning. Okay. Pre-title sequence.
0: That's not the beginning. The gun barrel is the beginning. How often do you have to be told?
1: Okay, can we talk about the pre-title sequence in the ether before the beginning?
0: In the ether before <laughs> the beginning. What's the
1: ether before the beginning? Oh, the gun barrel is the first. Oh. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about the gun barrel.
0: But you must.
1: What do you want me to say about the gun barrel? Nothing. It's all the set. Sa- it's the same as all the other gun barrels.
0: Apart from that, this one had you in it?
1: Roger Moore. Yeah,
0: and you were expecting.
1: Oh, I had no idea which one we were doing.
0: <laughs> see that, so it gives you a clue, doesn't it? That, that, oh, it's not Sean Connery, it's what you mentioned.
1: <laughs> yes. Ooh, Roger Moore. Oh, it's hello, Roger Moore. <laughs> hello, you.
0: <laughs> okay, then the pre titles.
1: Okay, so we have the the death of the man at the interpretive table thing.
0: <laughs> the United Nations. That's
1: it. Uh, but you know, they, like they will get the interpret.
0: Oh yeah, I the see things. the simultaneous interpretation. That's
1: that's the terminology.
0: Uh, tell me about. How that the man who looks the most civil servant, as you possibly could, uh, in the world. Tell me how he died.
1: Some kind of high-pitched sound in his ear killed his hair, killed him.
0: Do you think this is possible? She's thinking, she's thinking.
1: I don't know, because I think (laughs) sound waves can, like, boil water and stuff, can't they?
0: Can they?
1: Like... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't
0: know. This, I think, this is an eternal discussion that people have, and nobody ever checks it out as to whether <laughs> it's true or not. And possible. people throw in stuff like sound waves can boil water and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: but I suppose I mean we would weaponize like the telephone system before exactly. now if we, if this was possible. Exactly. You just phone someone, go phone somebody, and then dead. do the little plunger. <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be possible.
0: Uh, the guy next to him didn't seem to react very much to None it. None of them did. did they? Well, eventually they did.
1: Yes. Uh, I think they just thought he'd fallen asleep, and maybe that's what generally happens. How these often things. do you fall <laughs> By first of all, screeching up to the sky and then
0: collapsing. That's not how people generally fall I know. asleep.
1: And um, then we had New Orleans.
0: New Orleans, the jazz funeral.
1: The jazz funeral. Which was quite, actually, quite pleasing to watch them sort of. <laughs>
0: Do the slow mosey
1: down with walk. the slow mm-hmm. walk with the brass band. The Olympia brass
0: band getting their product placement in there.
1: Oh, is that yeah. a real thing? Okay. Oh yeah. And um, and then it was it was quite a nice twist. Whose funeral is this? Yours, and he got mm-hmm. killed. I mean, technically, there is no way you could just put any kind of device down on top of the guy and then be able to pick him up again.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: What? what how would you think it was?
0: Some sort, of little, sort of very small, like um, steel panels that could retract into the sides of the coffin and could then nudge the body up and shut. <laughs> I think it's more likely than killing somebody with a, with a little plunger down the rear. <laughs> yeah. So, um
1: so that that's... how was
0: it done then? Because it happened and there wasn't a cut.
1: Yeah, but the man was alive.
0: Yes. So he could hold on to the box. Oh, yes, that is how I
1: did it. Is. <laughs> I thought I was going to
0: reveal it, and you were going to go, oh, the magic of the movies. But no.
1: <laughs> the magic of the bleeding obvious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was... You
1: can't claim you're cleverer than you are. So
0: that was murder number two in New Orleans.
1: And then the third one was in the Caribbean with the...
0: saint the week, Monique, an island in the Caribbean.
1: Just to, to explain. That's what, that's what the cat yeah. said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with voodoo dancing and mm-hmm. a snake.
0: Mhm. So a very they, live snake when when not biting the man and a very plasticy snake. When I honestly didn't
1: the man. think he'd been bitten because it was so bad. That, that guy. They just waved a toy snake. <laughs> that at guy his neck. was doing a lot of work. <laughs> the guy who was holding the snake with a, with a great smile to make it look like
0: it was going to be real. Yeah. Yes.
1: So um so that's what happened. But to be honest, I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on with these three plots apart from three people dead. Well, is probably all Which you is needed. all you really need to know. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't like it. Because it's oh. like there's three scenes in a pre-title sequence. That's wrong. This there's pre- too much going on.
0: This pre-title sequence is unique. Do you know why? Yes, do you know why? Slight, you've, got, you've got to slightly qualify it from just no Bond. The actor who plays Bond does not appear in it. Because there are other ones where the actor who plays Bond appears, but it turns out to be not Bond. What do you mean? Well, for example, *The Man with the Golden Gun*.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The pre-title sequence is Scaramanga going through the funhouse, f- chasing a guy uh-huh. and stalking a guy. And once he kills the hoodlum guy, he then shoots. Uh, and then James Bond steps out and he shoots him, and it's a waxwork. But when he steps out, it's not a waxwork; it's Roger Moore. And there's another one that you'll see in the future that you haven't seen yet. Is
1: this like pedantic fandom? No, you to make to... a difference between the two things. Hey, you
0: ain't heard no pedantry like yet. Wait till we get on to, to some things we're going to speak about in this one. In this one. There's some pedantry coming up.
1: Oh, I'll look forward to that. Yeah.
0: Okay, you okay. do.
1: Yeah, so there's too much going on. It's basically all I was going to say.
0: Okay. So then we're into the titles.
1: The titles. You've got fire. Do, do, do. Um. You've got various ethnic women. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we're going for African, Maori, Caribbean, <laughs> or just general brown toned, tattoo y type.
0: Would you say that these titles are somewhat underwhelming?
1: I'm more I'm more just focusing in on can't they just pick an ethnicity and stick with and it? Stick with it. Fair enough. And and maybe some some continu um uh, what's the word? Continuity? Continuity yeah. throughout the film, because to lump all of these types of looks and everything together as being just general ethnic is, mm-hmm. I think, inappropriate.
0: Okay, defen- the defence of it is, bear in mind, you're only ever meant to see it once, you're or in the cinema, and you weren't supposed to be studying it in great depth. But I agree. Um, yeah, it just seems to be any vaguely non-white woman that they could find... The other thing I think is, it's actually very static. A lot of the women are just pretty much photographs. Yeah. To to, to then sort of mix into the skull. Mm. There are a couple of silhouetted women doing things, but even they are doing very underwhelming things.
1: An an afro that's like a matchstick.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Or staring at you. Or or twisting or whatever.
0: I would say that, that they get away with it for one simple reason.
1: Is this Paul McCartney?
0: Yes. This is the best <laughs> song from a Bond film.
1: Well, I'm I'm not going to argue with you about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably just going to say I can categorically say I don't feel as strongly as you do about this. Well, what's your favourite Bond? No, no, yet? I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh huh. I just care less about the whole thing. Oh man. <laughs> Just as
0: soon as it starts, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the best one.
1: <laughs> but I think you're a little bit biased as an uber fan of Paul McCartney.
0: I am an uber fan of Paul McCartney, but it's because he writes songs like that yeah. that you are an uber fan of him. Mm. And he took it seriously. He read the book and he thought the book goes into sort of four or five sections and that's why the song is in four or five sections. So you get the opening bit. Then you get a bit of action. (laughs) Copyright, Johnny. Um, Then you get another little
1: section, romantic type section. Then some more action.
0: And the sort of reggae middly bit. What does it matter to ya? Kenneth Williams in it as well. Right. So, yeah, the song, brilliant.
1: Though I did notice in this one. Mm Mm-hmm. That we're in the area, they're not allowed to show bottoms. No bottoms? No bottoms. Well, that's what was covered over by Yeah, there's hand strategic up, hand placing. There's also some shadowing and stuff. So ah, there's obviously no an bums. avoidance of bums because that would be outrageous. Uh-huh. Even though, no, I think it's probably more the more modern ones where we've seen blatantness. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so, yes, we're in the area of no bottoms.
0: Okay. So we're out the titles. And we get another lovely glimpse of it. And something else you don't see very often is where, where does the first scene where take Bond place? Where Bond lives! Bond's <gasps> flat!
1: Well, Bond's actual place. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than I was expecting. Oh. But the decor uh-huh. is an inspiration for our dream house. <laughs> A couple of things I loved. All right, okay, here we go. Walking downstairs into the kitchen. Oh, Yes. Uh, the sort of many levels of it. I've always mm-hmm. been attracted to that. Um, panelling.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot I, of nautical thing. I mean, he is a commander in the Navy, so yeah. that probably explains that.
1: Um, And it was blatantly a, a bachelor pad. Yeah. You know, done manly, like yeah. they did. <laughs>
0: well, do you think there's much more to it than what we saw? I get the impression that the only thing that we didn't see was the bathroom. Mm. There is the Living room entrance study, mm.
1: Mm. bedroom, which is
0: up high, mm. as you might imagine, and kitchen, mm. which is, of course, stocked with the
1: oh, the latest, coffee latest gadget. gadget
0: and espresso machine, which M quite rightly says is that all it does at the end of this huge rigmarole. Mm. But also, did you notice on his wall, he had those sort of moulds for, um like, Je- jelly, jelly stuff. How often do Bond trips up... <laughs> A novelty shaped jelly. I'm
1: a bludge. A bludge. Yeah.
0: How often does that the Vaughn thing I'll, need, I'll have one of those.
1: I think it's purely decorative. Those you things. Think?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't like the tiles in the kitchen.
0: Oh, I thought they were like records on the wall, but well, I did quite like them <laughs> for that reason.
1: Yeah, but um, but no, that was quite nice seeing his actual place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and it was early in the morning. Yes, yeah, five forty-eight. So, he of course was in bed. But mm-hmm. was he alone? No, it's no. bond. <laughs> he was with Miss Caruso. well, we didn't know who she was at the time.
0: No, but we found out pretty quickly.
1: Yes, so he was basically shagging an agent from Italy, wasn't she? Yes, and um did you notice what
0: he said when he got up to answer the door? No, you're not married by any chance Oh are no you? yes <laughs> I did hear that.
1: What do we think of that fiora well, the fact that he took he's Decided to check at that
0: point. Yes.
1: Well, I think you could assume that it's up to her to declare. Ah. And you, you assume if, if someone is up for it, that they're single. Okay. So, um... But
0: anyway, it's But him. he did
1: ask it in a, a, quite a nonchalant way, as if, like, again. Again.
0: Because <laughs> I've already had fights in here before.
1: Um But yes, it's M at ah. the door. Saying you've got a mission. Mm-hmm. Three agents are dead. You're going out to see what's going on.
0: See if there's a connection between. See if you.
1: there's a connection. So he's trying to usher him into the kitchen and making him coffee to get him out of the way away from the bedroom where she is mm-hmm. hiding somewhere. Um, at which point he explains that Italy are looking for their agent. You haven't seen her, have you? Miney um, Penny walks in to find her trying to sneak out. Mm-hmm. And she gets into the closet, and to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give her. He gets his tickets and his mission and everything. Mm-hmm. Money Penny!
0: I was waiting for this. Help Knowing your, him... your love hate relationship with Miss Money Penny. Oh
1: no, I quite like this.
0: Oh, okay. Alright.
1: I think, you know, this is showing like uh, camaraderie or something between them. Don't give me that look. They They are more colleagues than it, it sh- the thing the thing i like about this is previous incarnation she's been all, oh james you're so dreamy mm-hmm. this is all like oh james um i'm not looking up to you anymore but i'm not going to get you into trouble so let's just be mates about this
0: you don't think she's just you know being put upon here and trying to get win his affections by <laughs> helping him out in quite a pathetic way no. No? No. Because, you know, she does subsequently clearly fancy him again. I don't know. I was, I thought, given how you felt about her moving over him, mm-hmm. that this would just be the last straw and you would just have nothing to do with the funny penny from <laughs> now on. <laughs> well, and I'm some seeing as, woman. As, uh,
1: more like colleagues. Mm.
0: Okay. So off he goes to New York. Yes. We get we get an interesting bit of voiceover uh, as he flies to New York when somebody talks about a man is coming. Oh yes. He travels over water. He travels with others. He will bring violence and destruction.
1: It does sound like a, a sort of fortune teller type. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But into New York he comes and gets picked up by a CIA agent driver mm-hmm. who's happily driving him to see. Uncle Felix?
1: Well, we don't know whether that's where they were going, but...
0: No, we do, because he's spoken to them on oh, the phone yeah. by then.
1: Oh, yes, I'll be with you in half an hour and yeah. need a good lunch.
0: talk about Felix first. What did you think of this Felix? He's not black. No, he hasn't been black yet. Remember, we're watching him out of order. I know,
1: I know, but in yeah. my world...
0: Oh, in your world, Felix was black? Yeah. Oh, interesting.
1: So, um, I, I just had assumed he always was. Not the same actor, mm-hmm. but I thought that the choice of ethnicity had been the same all the way through, but obviously not.
0: No, you've seen like loads of films where he's white. He's white in Doctor No, he's white in Goldfinger. Oh
1: well. I have the memory <laughs> of the goldfish. Anyway, um, but he seems alright.
0: Okay, with his apartment full of tellies?
1: Well, I presumed he was at work, or? Yeah, I
0: forget he's meant to be at work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of tellies, though. There are a lot of tellies. Um, and then what happens on, the, on their journey?
0: The driver gets killed.
1: Yes, and Bond has to somehow steer from the back of the car. I've had dreams about this.
0: I've had dreams about it as well. I think it might be one of these things people have dreams about. Oh, really? Not so much having to drive over a dead body, but I used to, when I was young, have, have dreams about driving and the driver, before I could drive, the driver disappearing and suddenly you have to drive the car and not knowing how to drive.
1: Oh, no, I've, I've, ha- I've had um, dreams where I've had to try and drive from the back seat. Ah. Like, maybe sometimes without a front seat there, but I had to stretch.
0: Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. You have dreams of it being a backseat driver? <laughs> this surprises me.
1: You're saying I'm a backseat driver?
0: Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm surprised that you have dreams about it. Anyway, uh, Bond does manage to do that. Now, while Bond is dealing with that, yes. Felix is monitoring Dr. Kananga. Yes. Who is the Prime Minister of San monique Yes, and who has just come back from the uh, United Nations.
1: So they know that Kananga is talking to. Oh no, he was just at the United Nations, so there's no particular talking to a, a another country.
0: No, but at that but, point. but he is kind. Of, I think the suggestion is that he is kind of um, leading a movement in the Caribbean among the Caribbean islands for a bit more power and a bit less. Right kowtowing to the to the usual powers of the, of the world.
1: Okay. Um. Yes. So that he he goes in with his entourage and knows the room's bugged. Mm-hmm. Starts talking, dictating this long letter, mm-hmm. but then switches to a pre-recording of him dictating to a long letter. Yes. Which is what Felix is listening to yes. while they get changed and nip out the back elevator that's hidden by a wardrobe. Yes. Which is quite cool.
0: That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Although <laughs> it really was really much just moving a wardrobe. I know. You know there was no other, and there was no other fanciness to it than, oh, there's a wardrobe in front of this door. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's Uh So, meanwhile, Bond has been given a tip off of where the car that shot the driver Ended was that. registered to, Yes. which was the Occult Voodoo Shop, that gave you a bit of a laugh. Yes. So, in he goes to there, uh, spots a guy going into the back room, Follows him.
1: Spots the driver. Yes. And he killed his driver. Yes. Going to the back room. Follows him. Into the garage
0: where he hides while uh, Dr. Karanga's entourage get into a
1: Now, at that point we have not been told Mm -hmm. that that building is at all connected to where Karanga was. Mm -mm. the, The occult or anything.
0: No. Bond stumbles upon that,
1: but considering he only saw their feet,
0: I don't think he knows it's them. We know it's them.
1: Oh, he was just following. We've
0: watched them come through the. Oh, it? but
1: he he just follows them, not knowing who they are. Yeah,
0: their their car leaves. He goes back out mm. and gets in the cab to follow because the when the he eventually car.
1: goes into that uh, social yes, sure. Place, of Soul. which is the same name as the place in New Orleans. Well spotted. Um. Yeah, he was asking a woman and. And two men, three men, three men, men two men, well, whatever. whatever So he was obviously not knowing who they were. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: But he uh, gets in the cab to follow them, where he meets our favorite cabbie, who says, "You know where you're going, man? Uptown. You're going to
1: Harlem." Yeah.
0: And he says, "I'll give you twenty dollars if you follow that car." And he says, "I'll take you to Ku Klux Klan cookout for twenty dollars." Um,
1: this is when you realize twenty dollars was a lot more valuable than, <laughs> yeah. than it. Yeah, well, but when you there. see
0: the prices in the restaurant that he goes into, like a burger is thirty cents. Ah, uh, so so what
1: what what decade are we in? Nineteen
0: seventy three. Right. Um. So what about the as as they are going to as he is following them to Harlem, it becomes clear that pretty much everybody works for the organization of or the yes. who are, are following him. Um. And they're all Afro Caribbean. Shall we discuss the black exploitation? Uh, oh, like
1: all baddies are black.
0: Yes, all baddies are black, but all the baddies are pretty smart and are pretty much getting the better of Bond at this point. Right. Um, there is Strutter, who's the CIA agent, who is oh, yes, black. Oh so, black So okay, there is a there is some rep- good representation of of black people. Um, but what about the their use of language? They call Vaughn the honky, a cue ball, and all this kind of thing. Are we happy with that? And Strutter calls them spades. I don't. It was a different time.
1: I don't feel very well informed about this element. I can bleat on about sexism until the cows come home, but...
0: That didn't make you feel uncomfortable.
1: Um, now you're pointing it out, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe you are right. But to be honest, most of those words I'd never had heard before associated with black people. I thought they were just talking gibberish. Honky.
0: <laughs> don't know if that's better or worse, Fiona. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Uh, I don't know if ignorance is better or worse. But what's a honky?
0: That's like a white person.
1: But it's meant to be derogative. Yeah. Okay. And cue ball as well. Yeah, because it's like no, I know. Yes. But is there any a time when you uh, acknowledge is when you refer to someone by their skin tone mm-hmm. that isn't meant to be derogatory?
0: I think unless it's matter of fact, but there's this issue mm. of the like a honky is you know that is the oppressed speaking to the oppressor. So is that that is seen as, well, that is, that can be seen as more acceptable than if white people used derogatory terms for black people, because oh, the, there isn't a history of black people enslaving white people and taking away yeah. their liberty and oppressing them.
1: I think I'd probably be in the camp of if it's wrong for one side, it's wrong for the other. Interesting. But I can see where you're coming from, yeah. that... Uh, there's more justification for black people to be upset by what white people do. Tonight.
0: I think I think the issue with a film like this, and it was because it was a different time, is the casualness with which it's used. Mm. Um, especially when Strutter talks about spades. Um, I mean, he's a black character speaking about other black characters, but um, you know that's entirely unacceptable these days. Yeah. Um, but the casualness of it is what sort of jolts you out of it, I think. Really? Um, yeah. And makes you think, Oh, something else that you have to contextualise mm. for um
1: yeah, I'm sure you're
0: impressionable right. viewers.
1: Now when Well we'll explain about the plot, but it's kind of related to the point. Okay. When he's in the big man's office and Mr Big Mr Big Um and Mr Big comes out. Yes is he blacked up uh,
0: keep watching the film in the book interestingly in the book um mr big has a, uh, some sort of disorder that means he his blood does not pump round his body in the way that it should right so he is his skin tone is noticeably lighter than the other black characters, but that never gets mentioned in the film.
1: But, but he's not lighter; he's just oddly painted. Well, is he part, or unless he's like part of voodoo paint up or something like that? The
0: black actor is playing that part. Okay. Okay. Will
1: it all it be explained later? Because we only saw him for a second. And I just thought, oh, he just looks odd, and I couldn't place it.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> come back. Well, actually, we're going to come back to Mr. Vegas in a minute, at any point, but. Um, well, that as I say, hold that thought until you've seen the second part.
1: He sang a song,
0: Mr. Big Yes. Yeah, but can you remember which one it is? Is that the one? I just meant, meant to be, be with you. you. That's not Mr. Mr. No, Mr. Mr.
1: Well,
0: that's Deep inside
1: like my heart, I see it's true.
0: <laughs> Copyright, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So we've kind of lost the plot there a bit. Um so Bond
1: is is he's followed in the cabby in mm-hmm. the favorite cabby to the soul food a place. Soul. And he goes in. They the as he goes in everyone stops playing the piano turns around and looks at him. Yep. As the blatantly only white person there. Um so he asks for a drink. He gets told to sit in the booth. Now there's a lovely point. Mhm. At which point which, which Bond hands the money to for the drink, at which point he is swapped <laughs> around in the he spun boom, round in spun the spun round yeah. to a, a hidden wall, and um and the waiter takes the money and then drinks the drink and drinks the drink. It's quite nice.
0: And on the other side of the wall is
1: Yeah, the office, Mr well, headquarters. Mr headquarters. Well, we don't see him yet. We just see a whole lot of henchmen mm-hmm. saying. He'll be out. Mr. Big will be here in a minute or something like that. Mr. Big will
0: see you in a moment.
1: Yes. Um, But in the corner Mm -hmm. is Solitaire.
0: Who is the fortune teller. Who is
1: the fortune cookie. And (laughs) she um, uh, is doing the card thing, the tarot cards. Um, And so he obviously starts going over to flirt with her, which the henchmen don't see any issue with. No. And, um, And he... Now we had uh, I'm just trying to remember where when the lovers came up but that was later on wasn't it? Uh no that is that's now isn't it? Isn't it? she And says, then it happens again when he she's on the phone to Kananga. Yes. Right. Find, yeah. yeah,
0: he says he says she says find yourself and he turns over the fool. Yeah. And then does he turn over the lovers at that point or does she turn over the lovers because he says you and I perhaps and she kind of just looks away. Yeah. Then Mr. Big comes out, and Mr. Big, at this point, is...
1: Oh, no, before that,
0: uh-huh. we see the claw. The
1: claw. Oh, of Teehee. Is that what he's called? Yes. It's um, <laughs> And he takes the gun and turns uh, it. the end of it, because so he's just like, got a
0: claw for a hand. The claw. The claw. <laughs> yes, then Mr. No, I, what I like about Mr. Big is, in this, admittedly, we've only seen one scene of him.
1: He's a crazy man.
0: He is the best James Bond villain
1: <laughs> that there ever is.
0: Because he doesn't take no mess.
1: Oh, I can't remember the words he said, but it, it was very much to the point, There wasn't it? seems
0: to be some mistake. My names... Names is for tombstones, baby! Y'all take this honky out and waste him! Now! Slams the door! <laughs> it's like, that's what you needed, a avoid villain! If only you'd said, kill him! It would have been even better.
1: Because <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> they always mm-hmm. mess around with them first. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, equally... Throw him out the door. Why not? Oh, bang, bang, shoot. You're dead. Yeah. No, we have to walk down this long corridor for some unknown reason so, <laughs> yes. to give him an opportunity to fight back, which he does.
0: In the in this in the in the alleyway.
1: In the alleyway Ever. of very downtrodden Harlem.
0: Yeah. Apparently, even though it was forty-five years ago, that alleyway is still exactly the same today. It's not. It's been totally developed. <laughs> 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 but but, but uh, yeah, and he uses the stairwell to knock out the. Henchman. Uh, at which point, Stutter reveals himself to be a CIA agent, mm-hmm. uh, and tells him that Mr. Big is Mr. is Mr. Big is literally Mr. Big. You name the. Oh yeah. You name the business, and he they say he has the black concession for it.
1: So. But what was interesting about that conversation was he said, "So, what uh, what does?" Uh, Kenanga, Pro- what what does a politician Vick? want with a gangster? And he says, what's more interesting me is what does the gangster want with a politician? With
0: a two-bit island Aye. diplomat. So, what do these two men want with each other, Fiona? What do you think? Well, we kinda know. What do they, what do you think? What do it's we know? It's drugs. It's drugs. How do you mean?
1: Kadanga has drugs. Kananga. Does it matter that I'm saying Kadanga? Not really. <laughs> Hungadanga! <laughs> <laughs> Mark's one the there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... I can't say it You are <laughs> going to say hunger dunger didn't <laughs> <are> you? <laughs> no. Kenanga. Kenanga. is growing heroin.
0: On San monique
1: And, obviously, the gangster is probably a seller heroin. <laughs> <of> heroin. <laughs> so, they're getting together to make Ah,
0: money. I see, I see, I see. But we don't know that yet. We course. don't know that we yet. We don't know that yet. So, uh,
1: Bond goes to the Caribbean.
0: Yes. Uh, off he goes to uh Well does he go to Saint Monique or does he go to Jamaica?
1: Oh no, sorry, there's one more thing to say before we go to Caribbean. Just
0: one more thing, Colombo. Yeah.
1: When they get into the car. uh uh-huh. The he speaks uh, Felix speaks to them. Oh, and it's a Felix lighter lighter. On
0: the lighter. Yes. And a genuine Felix lighter.
1: Uh so I like that. Sorry, carry on. Okay. Bond in the Caribbean. So
0: Bond goes to the Caribbean.
1: He turns up at his hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we see a little bit of the tourist show at the hotel.
1: Rah! And voodoo and
0: <laughs> Balansamidie. Like Do you think so?
1: Apart from you're white.
0: Yeah, I have. I went to in this cent in this 21st century. I went to a James Bond themed um, event, of which up? no, of which someone, a white person, went dre- went blacked up as Balansamidie. Totally unacceptable today, I would, I would wager.
1: But at least that character Mm -hmm. is wearing makeup himself.
0: I think we're clutching here. We're (laughs) reaching. We're reaching. We're reaching. Okay. okay. Um, Yes. So yeah, in this century, I tell you. Um, Is it anyone we know? No. No, I don't know who he was. but I, I did remember looking and thinking, I'm not sure that's really supposed to, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable at the time. Mm. Um Aha, uh-huh. so he's, so Bond arrives at the hotel. Mhm. To be told that.
1: Mrs. Bond has arrived and also somewhere a bit more private.
0: Yeah. Mhm. And then I kidded you on that Mrs. Bond was going to be somebody who I haven't seen in this film. Q. Yes. Wouldn't you have loved it to actually have been Q? In drag.
1: <laughs> I
0: see. Mm-hmm. But no, it was. It, it, instead, um, it was not cute. It was a woman because we found because he found the dresses and all that kind of thing. Yes, after all.
1: but but she's not there, so we have to wait in suspense while mm-hmm. he has a bath, has a
0: shave, bath and a shave, while somebody drops in a snake yes. into his bedroom.
1: So he ordered some champagne. F- well, he finds bugs in the room. Yep. He orders some champagne. Listening bugs. Listening not, bugs not, not insects. Yeah. Orders some champagne, then jumps in the bath, and the champagne arrives. mm mm-hmm. I know he's, like, pretty much shaved. hmm But it's a very quick bath. Yeah. You kind of think, that's a bit of a waste. Um, And, but all that time there is a snake
0: mm-hmm.
1: appearing. He what about the guy speak. who
0: brings the champagne?
1: You can't speak.
0: can't speak. Shall I open it, sir? What? Shall I open it? No, no, I'm okay.
1: Well, it's blatantly the henchman, um, which which I think Bond should have realised he wasn't going to be the waiter at a a flash resort, was Mm -hmm. he? But Um, Bond, I think
0: Bond, to some extent, is playing along here. Yeah. Um. But there, yeah. So he, how does he deal with the snake?
1: Oh, he um, because all he has, the snake is very nearby when he sees him, and all he has in his hand is his cigar. And his hairspray. So he... I think it might be aftershave because he puts it on his chin. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, and, and a man doesn't have a hairspray, does no. he? No. Well, he blatantly does. Um, So he sprays the... Uh... No, I'm not... Yeah, he sprays cigar. the cigar and a big blade comes out that. and that mm. kills the snake. And also damages the carpet. Too right, it shouldn't be carpet in the bathroom in the first place.
0: <laughs> well, that'll serve you right. That'll
1: serve you right.
0: And for upgrading them. On the seat of his wife.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, who
0: then appears?
1: Uh, some woman with a gun. Mm-hmm. So he thinks it's someone attacking him, and he uh, his gun is missing. So that's obviously the waiter taking that away mm-hmm. when he delivered the um, champagne, and. So he burnt the hand that was slipping through the door with his cigar. It's a very handy cigar, that. Mm-hmm. And, um, pulled the person in, and it was a woman! Mm-hmm. Shock. <laughs> Horror. Although
0: when you first see her being pulled in by stunt Roger Moore, it's clearly a man. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and, um, and her wig falls off. Mm-hmm. And, for some reason, Bond knows it's like it's CIA woman. Because of the gun. Yeah. Okay.
0: The gun is stand up CIA issue. But
1: before she's allowed to speak, he gets rid of the listening bugs. Mm-hmm. And she says she's, uh, she's Rosie. And there's a is whole her second mission. Yeah, she was there when the other I agent got killed, <laughs> which doesn't fill anyone with a whole lot of confidence. So she she's basically playing the not very good agent mm-hmm. role, but still good enough to sleep with. Um. So at least he's not racist. He you know Oh he's an equal opportunity shagger. Yes. Um so um So they do some flirt oh and then she goes into the bathroom to fix her hair but sees the snake, gets mm-hmm. very scared, um, and then he flirts with her and then he she says, Oh no, two bedrooms and goes into her bedroom where there is some kind of voodoo hat for
0: a tiny head. Voodoo hat.
1: <laughs> what?
0: that's like the idea of voodoo hat. Voodoo hat. Get your voodoo hat here.
1: Um and
0: uh I think it's for a shrunken head. Yeah, that's the idea.
1: But yeah. this really scares her. Yeah. To the point where she can't possibly be alone, no. and so they have to shake.
0: Or even like just leave the door open between the two rooms. I know. <laughs> um.
1: I I just I I don't like her.
0: Okay. I don't
1: like how quickly she turned from no to yes. Uh, without any real effort from his part. Not that that would have made it any better. But do you better. think that
0: what we learn later on might explain that? What? Well, what do we learn later on? That
1: she's actually um, scared of the... Um, Kananga? No?
0: She's not. Why is she scared of Kananga? Because she is working for Kananga. Yeah, but I, I,
1: I think she's she only working for him because she's scared of him, rather than...
0: Oh, well, well right. okay. I kind of thought that that was a way of helping her cover, as in, I am a serious CIA agent, I am not going to sleep with you, but here's a reason why I will sleep with you. What do you mean? So, okay, it makes it seem more realistic.
1: Oh, you, you think that um she arranged for the tiny hat to be yeah. there so that she could yeah. legitimately sleep with him without appearing yeah. like not an agent? Yeah. Okay.
0: So the next morning... So
1: was she actually an agent?
0: Oh yeah, she's a CIA agent, yeah. but she's a rebel agent for yeah. under in the employ of Kananga. Because okay. he says something about Rosie knows what to do just like that, but this does I know,
1: I thought he was saying that to put us off the scent, but it turned out to be exactly true. Yeah. Um so they so Rosie takes him um to the well, they get in a boat. Uh but
0: before that, at breakfast time, Bond receives
1: Oh yes, he receives the Queen of Cups tarot card. down. Um, and that comes. You know it's from him, because
0: he's got his number on the back.
1: Yeah, so those cards. <laughs> not, well, you had to point it out to me, but once mm-hmm. you see it, you realise how obvious. And it how is. often
0: you see the backs of them have double o seven. Yeah. On them. yeah.
1: I take it they came out of some kind of merchandise. I'm not sure they did, but maybe the idea of tarot cards is a bit dodgy and shouldn't be encouraged on children. But these films
0: shouldn't be seen by children. Surely, well, yeah. surely. Um, I don't think they were, I don't think they'd be that concerned about that. I think it was just a error, not really thought through properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so where so where did that card come from? Because it was on his breakfast tree.
1: I think it come, came from Solitaire.
0: So at this stage, Solitaire's already having second thoughts about what she does. Well, I... What Kananga does. What Mr. Big does. Because yeah, she seems to be shared between them.
1: Yeah, but I think, um I think she, because of the the fact she's seen lovers. We haven't talked about that phone call, but there is a phone call between. Can I, can that's I when. That's when he's on the boat. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but but because she's seen that lovers card, or at least she she kind of knows. I, don't know, I think. She, she knows he's significant no, as well. Nev- inevitability about. But because, what's and happen. she knows that Rosie is a double agent. It does sound like she was trying to warn him mm. of that for some reason. Mm.
0: Um. So off they go mm-hmm. on the boat. They pick what seems to be the, the trappiest least, looking boat. Yeah. But that is because the boat turns out to be See,
1: owned uh, and operated by uh, an agent.
0: Well, uh, yeah. Is it a is that UK agent? agent? Uh, well. He said something about ran... sharing
1: the same hairbrush. I don't really understand
0: that. Yeah, that, it's interesting that because when you when I tell you what it is, you go, "All right, I get it," but it isn't very obvious. He in the hotel, he has a little hairbrush that he
1: oh yeah dots out a message
0: to. That's what he means by sharing the same hairbrush because right. that's who he was messaging, but who he was messaging is Quarrel Junior.
1: Now Quarrel was in one of the was other films. In Doctor know Ah, uh, see, so he's just like a local um helping person. But
0: if you remember in Doctor No, Quarrel dies. So this is his son. A bit like Rosie being dealing with Baines and now dealing with Bond. Quarrel Jr. is like, oh yeah, you're the guy that killed my dad, yeah sure, come on board my boat. He
1: didn't kill him. Did
0: well he, he took him to the island, okay he took him to the
1: I you he, got you my dad rare. killed. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the because the books are, are the opposite way around. Living Like Dies before Doctor No. Oh, think it's Quarrel in both. I think it's Quarrel in both. But anyway, Quarrel Jr. played by um, Roy Stewart, uh, who's a British actor um, in Doctor Who, just so you know, Toberman in uh, Two of the Cybermen. There you go. Uh, Anyway, off they go on Quarrel's boat to uh, San Monique. Well, they're either on San Monique and going round it, or on a different island and going to San Monique. I thought different
1: island going to San Monique. But I might be wrong.
0: Anyway, we'll find out. We'll, we'll work that out. It doesn't really matter. Anyway. So they're
1: going there to, because that's where the agent was killed and they're, and they're asking Rosie to show them where it happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And she <laughs> slips by saying it was up in the hills and then when they get to the hills, she says it was down there. But Bond's already on to Rosie by that point.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Because this is the point at which they have the, the we see the phone call between Solitaire, who lives in a different house to Kananga, and Kananga...
1: Yeah, well, I thought Kananga was like at work or something.
0: Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Like government house or whatever, mm-hmm. since he's the Prime Minister, eh? Um, yeah, and she's telling him that he's coming again, there's going to be more violence, and.
1: But he asks, is he coming by land or by sea? And she's coming by, by sea.
0: And then he says, um, what else? And that's when she turns over the lovers, but she tells him it's death. Uh, so off they are, so Rosie and Bond are have a bit of afternoon delight with their... Uh,
1: Even though he's
0: probably
1: suspecting her by this point. Yeah, well... Well, no, she'd already see? He'd seen the Queen of Cups. That's the point where he, he must have realised that yeah. she was Somebody's warning him. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and she <coughs> asked her, make your choice, make your choice, make, make your choice, your choice. <laughs> make your choice, make your choice, choice, choice. And off she runs to be shot by one of these little scarecrow head things.
1: Yes, which are quite scary. We're like...
0: Yeah, like little shrunken heads. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So how did, does Bond then go back to Quarrel? And then we see, the next thing we see is him on the...
1: Oh, yeah, because he's on the hang glider then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, which he lands next to Solitaire's house, takes off his tripper trousers and his reversible jacket, uh, and moves his on in.
1: Why does he need to be beige?
0: Oh you can only wear you only wear light suits in the tropics don't wear dark suits in the tropics <laughs> everybody knows that
1: yeah.
0: now this is a bit of a interesting uh, scene I'm interested in your take on this because solitaire finds him sitting in the sitting just before that we have we
1: haven't the, the the scene where solitaire uh where kananga and solitaire are in the same room, talking about the fact. Oh yes,
0: that that's what's before the hang glider yeah, yeah. That Bond didn't die.
1: Yes, and um he was blaming her for not warning mm-hmm. them. Um, and she said, "Well, the death must have meant death of the woman. If you don't ask specific questions, I don't mm. blame the cards, kind of thing." Um, but it was only because she liked him that they were going it wrong. Yeah. Um. So, that's when we find out that he used to be served by her mother, Mm -hmm. and then her mother lost her powers Mm -hmm. and was no good use to him. So, um, he was threatening uh, her with the same thing. If you're losing your powers, you're no use to me. Mm -hmm. If and when I
0: decide that you are to lose your powers, I will take it
1: from you. Yes, me. Well, at that point, we didn't really know that you lose your powers by having sex. But mm. it kind of suggested, you know, he would rape her. But,
0: yes, yes, not nice. No. What did he... So, so presumably, if Solitaire's mother lost her powers in the same way, mm. what did he do between Solitaire's mother losing her powers and... and 18, 19 years later, or, okay, let's say 12, 13 years later, when Solitaire would have been old enough to actually use her powers.
1: Yeah, how do you know she can't use them as a child? As a baby? Not as a baby.
0: Well, but I'm just saying like it could have been Five year years. old?
1: But still, there would have been a period There's of time. A period of time there where he hasn't, got, yeah, he hasn't
0: got a high priestess. Yeah. Unless he's got another set well, maybe, on the go as well. Maybe. And, uh yeah, so, now Bond comes to see Solitaire, he's at the card table, mm-hmm. what happens next?
1: He tricks her into sleeping with him.
0: What do we think about that?
1: I know it's meant to be cheeky charm, um, but considering that it's all based on the fact that she truly believes these cards... Uh-huh. are showing the future, and so it's iner- it becomes inevitable. Yeah. The fact that he's got a deck of lovers, um, that means she picks lovers, obviously, when she picks a card, I think is just deceitful. Do
0: you think less of James Bond?
1: No, because he's done this a million times before.
0: Okay. Is it, a, is it? Does it spoil the whole film? Can you not watch this film?
1: It doesn't spoil it, but...
0: It needs. It requires contextualization.
1: Well, it lessens he,
0: it. But he. This is the thing. Bond. Bond is a bit of an antihero. Can he's not. He's not a white knight. No. He does. He does wrong things for the right reasons.
1: But this is just to get his end over. It's not for the greater good of the mission. Well. It is well, I suppose sense. he's using getting, winning her over as a, as yes. a way to get to Kananga, Kananga. It, under,
0: it would potentially undermines Kananga's power by removing mm. her from it um, and also it means he then has her to use as a bargaining chip which is what he tells Quarrel mm. Junior they're going to do when they get on the boat again so you know from a from a mission point of view it makes perfect sense The getting end away is just a, a little bonus and he does at least treat her quite nicely
1: he does yeah um, and it is vol- it's not against her will or anything like that.
0: Yeah, um, but there's been manipulation Yeah,
1: there. yeah, there has. I, but even when he kind of fesses up to the manipulation, Yeah, she's she still goes, up for it. Well, no, she's, that's after after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says it doesn't matter, because she's far more upset about losing her powers. So... She's not that upset,
0: though, because then she says, before we get on to lover's lesson number three, before we do that, have we got time for lover's lesson number three? By which time he's confessed all, she knows the whole story. Yeah. And she's still up for it. Yeah.
1: But he's kind of like, what's the matter now? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Um, Okay, so off they then go to find out what's going on. Uh, they start talking about voodoo land at this point. That's never really been made a big thing of before, but it's obviously an area of San monique mm-hmm. that seems to be significant. And over they go, being watched all the way by... Mm-hmm. and his agents.
1: But he's just said, well, if he sees it, then just kill him.
0: Yeah, including the strange man in the graveyard.
1: Wasn't he meant to be like a, a spiritual man?
0: He's Baron Samadi, yes. Oh, uh, right. Okay. With his little flute. So we're going to be a beautiful day, he says. Uh, so, yes, he discovers that, although he doesn't tell us this, it's poppy Fields. Under yes, under but you can see it. I couldn't see any poppies.
1: You can see the big head things.
0: I'm not sure I know what a poppy field would look like, not being a, a drug dealer.
1: Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a poppy field. And they have to escape in a handy double decker bus. Yes. Which they drive recklessly across the island. But still
1: beat three uh, motorbikes, two police, police cars, cars um, and get. He's James Bond. And get away. Yeah.
0: Uh, onto Quarles boat, where they head for New Orleans. New Orleans.
1: They don't know why, but they know there's a connection. Because the connection to the the other guy, where Baines was, was No,
0: not Baines. Hamilton was killed in yeah. New Orleans. And this is where we left the film, because they come out of New Orleans Airport, get into the first taxi that is there, and who is driving it but? Our old friend.
1: Hey, Jim! What's happening, baby? <laughs> Which is a brilliant line. I do love that character even though he is a baddie even though he's a baddie I
0: know alright so that's where we are so what's going to happen next time Fiona
1: well they're going to go to New Orleans escape whatever trouble they're in at the moment Mm -hmm. um, and find out what the connection is which is probably some kind of part of the supply line um, Mm -hmm. element or making it that's the place where it gets made into drugs
0: is James Bond going to win Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So you say. Okay, anything else we want to speak about? James Bond's double denim.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good outfit. Especially such a crop jacket. It's very yeah. bordering on 80s there. It's <laughs> very ahead of its time.
0: Uh, James Bond's monogrammed baby yellow bathrobe.
1: Oh, I did, is, is that what you put on? It's quite silky, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Solitaire's top knot.
1: Now, that that has hair, generally, mm-hmm. like she escapes from the island with Bond, mm-hmm. and then turns up in New Orleans after a long flight, and they've had no access to any kind of provisions.
0: Mm-hmm. No, they had they'd gone somewhere else to fly to New Orleans.
1: Well, still, she had a okay. a hairdresser level of hairstyle on her head. Um, oh, well, we spoke about it at the time, but the in the hotel room, the mm-hmm. um. The decor of the, the curtains. Oh, the curtains and the beds. And clothes. the bedcloth. <laughs> that took you back, didn't it? Bright yellow bright flowers. Bright yellow flowers.
0: Everybody's spare room. <laughs> had that, yeah. Goes with Bond's espresso machine.
1: Yes. But I think it's, it's that bright yellow flowers, which is of the moment, stylish, but yet gender neutral, which is why it was the spare room. So it wouldn't matter if there was a man or a woman in there.
0: Oh, I thought it was the spare room because it used to be on, like, your parents' bed. I was But thinking... now it kind of run its core. It was now a little bit... Oh, it was, fashion. like,
1: B-level... Yeah. ...covers,
0: okay. But there, was, but there was still good wear in that. Put it on the spare bed.
1: <laughs> it's a bit like those covers there. Yes. <laughs>
0: Fiona's pointing at the covers of our spare room. Yeah.
1: still good wear in that.
0: <laughs> Get going. All right. Right. Shall we talk about... The, do you want the pedantry bit? No, we'll go on. This is your favourite section... Of the podcast, everyone loves it. TV listings.
1: No, I thought that would be TV
0: listings. Right. Now, "Live and Let Die" holds a very special distinction, a distinction that I think a record that I think it will hold forever. What's that? It is the most watched film ever shown on British television. Really? Yes. The premiere of Live and Let Die. Was that,
1: well, I suppose there was only three channels. There
0: was only three channels. On the 20th of January, 1980, 23 and a half million viewers. Really? Yep. Well, I suppose and,
1: that there was quite a buzz about the whole franchise at that yeah, point, wasn't there?
0: I would also say that it is, if you count...
1: Oh, wait a minute. Did this come out in the cinemas as well?
0: Yeah, of course it did.
1: So... Do we know what the cinema viewings numbers were?
0: Oh huge. They're okay. all big hits.
1: Okay. Go on.
0: They're all big hits. Um and I would say that it is the fifth most watched, regularly programmed, non sporting, non simulcasted, non repeated within the week or on demand programme ever show ever shown in the UK.
1: How many times has it been shown?
0: Well, what well, that's showing, that's that showing. So,
1: the, um, the 23 and a half million hold...
0: viewers. Well, so, for example, the most watched programme British, in British television history is the 1966 World Cup final, which oh. is estimated to have had 32 and a half million viewers. But it was both on BBC One and on ITV. Right. So you knock that out. So you, you go down all these things and there's a reason why they're all out. So let the funeral of the princess die on both channels. The the documentary about the royal family in 1969 was shown on both channels within a week. Uh, EastEnders was repeated within the week, all that kind of stuff. So I reckon, based on my calculations of various things, that the most watched programme that you had to watch at the time, but you couldn't see it again in the same week, you couldn't get it on demand, etc., was the final episode that didn't turn out not to be the final episode of Only Fools and Horses in 1996. 24.4 million. Then the 1965 Royal Variety performance, 24.2 million. Then To The Manor Are Born on the 11th of November
1: 1979, 23.9 Why? million. Why was that one? ITV
0: was on strike. So ah. You only watched that or whatever was on BBC Two. Um, Miss World 1967, 23.8 million. Then Live and Let Die on the 20th of January 1980, 23.5 million viewers. Below it, just below it, 23.3 million viewers jaws on the 8th of october 1981 and 22.9 million viewers the spy who loved me on the 28th of march 1982 cool so do you want to talk about what else was on on the day of that record of course rating? i do
1: tell me all about what my other options well live and let
0: die was shown between uh 7 and 10 o'clock on itv good timing on bbc one you could have watched the film cast a giant shadow uh, starring Kurt Douglas, Senteberger, Auntie, Angie Dickinson with Yul Brynner, John Wayne, Frank Sinatra, An important figure in the early years of the newly established state of Israel was the first general of a Hebrew army for 2,000 years, Mickey Marcus. This film recreates some of the spectacular exploits of Marcus and his hastily recruited army, counterpointing the action with a poignant love story. Followed by Spy, a series of six dramatised reconstructions of espionage stories. Right. This is just a wee quote. This is the quote of it. I'm not allowed to execute you here, but I can arrange for you to be shot or hanged before noon tomorrow. How does that appeal to you? Camp 020 was a wartime centre at Hamcom in Surrey, where captured German agents were invited to change sides. Sounds quite interesting, actually. Or on BBC Two, Spirit of Asia. A series of eight films in which David Attenborough goes to India and Southeast Asia, to the countries where the world's most ancient religions and art forms have miraculously survived into the 20th century. Are you bored already? Can you see why you might be watching James Bond on mm-hmm. ITV instead? Uh, so that is the um, that is the, that was the options uh, alternatively. Do you want to know when I watched it? Go on then. Um, I, must have, I must have seen it before this because I know when I'd, by which time I'd take them all. But 4th of April, 1994, ITV, 8 o'clock till quarter past 10. BBC One, it was a question of sport, then the naked gun, two and a half, the smell of fear, and then the brilliant, smashy and nicey, the end of an era. I've just eaten a whole packet of toffos. How old are you, my darling? Uh, or BBC Two, portrait or bust. Alan Bennett first visited the Leeds City Art Gallery as an eight-year-old boy in 1942. Quote, it had scarcely any pictures and the only one that caught my eye was rude <laughs> now Bennett now for Bennett many of the pictures are like old friends and he watches others enjoy the gallery 2050 sister Wendy's grand tour May she rest in peace uh, only recently died when we recorded this fact fans uh, then between the lines so that's what was on on the uh, on the same time as, as live and let die
1: that was a delight to know
0: folk love that bit you're the only person who doesn't like that.
1: I, I don't not like it. I, I have no feelings about it, either way. Mm,
0: well, in that case, if we have nothing more to say, then uh, all that remains is to say that Quantum Misses will return after the news.